from Venturex Studios, it's JP, Kathy, and the crew. All right. And you know what I think I just did? I think, I think Brett, I was trying to send that to you. I think I accidentally emailed it to you. I know. Accidentally texted the picture to you instead of emailed it to you. Is that okay? <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for the thumbs up there. So it's not Murphy's Law Monday. It's just a fun day Friday, huh? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, good morning and uh, hello uh, in case you're watching this later in the day. So good morning, good afternoon, good night. What movie was that from? Oh, The Truman Show with Jim Carrey. Remember that movie back in the day? Um, all right. Uh, we are in for a big show today. JP is in Houston with uh, uh, work. Uh, for his uh, company today, uh, Tribunals, he and Dr. Nix today, so we wish them well. Uh, it's just crazy how the school year is already rocking and rolling and whatnot. So, um, and speaking of school year, we've got uh, Cody Weaver from the Plano ISD um, Board of Trustees. He'll be here representing himself um, today, um, giving an update to everyone um, who's been following the story like we have and the crew has on um the mask mandate in Plano. Is there something beeping in my ear? I hear something in my left ear beeping. Is somebody trying to call me? Okay. okay. Um, and then we've also got um, Congressman Van Taylor coming on. Um, so Cody will be on right around um, the 45 minute mark. Uh, Congressman Taylor will be on right around the half hour mark. Obviously, I know everybody's anxious to hear updates on the, the travesty um, and just the 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 horrific scene that we are dealing with in um, Afghanistan. So, very serious conversation when we have Congressman Taylor on. Um, JP and I are asking, like everybody else is asking um, out there in the world, um, especially Americans, please pray for um, the Americans and the allies and those who have helped us over in Afghanistan. It's just um, it's unfathomable fathomable what is happening and it's just um it's very frightening very frightening so we're, we're asking for prayers for folks there for our military for the civilians and um like i said our allies over there um just flood them with prayers please um and then in just a few minutes we're going to be welcoming a dear friend of ours to the show a member of the crew loriston crockett good friend of ours patriot he is um uh going to be talking about something and I'm really excited about this because I'm about to try this product um, as is JP and um, Charles um, who's one of our partners who are, who's our IT guy um, it's pep they're peptides and this is all about keeping yourself healthy proactively which we're talk we talk about a lot on this show um, with with you know the different variants out there with COVID, the flu, everything, everything that's out there, even the common cold. And um, it's fascinating to hear him talk about what peptides can do for your body, how it can build you up, how it can build your immune system up. Um, and, and I want to make sure I get this number right, and he'll correct me if I'm wrong when he gets on the show. But like we have 37 trillion um, cells in our body, and each one of those has a peptide. So um it just fascinating the way God created us and how um, he has this amazing product that um, that we're excited to talk about today. So um, just good. That's the good news for the show today. Um, do we have that picture, um, Brett, that we can pop up there? So, of course, um, 
you know, everything everything that you're looking at, at um, and hearing on the news, uh, there's just there's tragedy everywhere. People are worried about the school year and the safety of our kids and our teachers. Um, we are worried about what's happening in Afghanistan. And so yesterday it was it was really a nice little break from reality that so many people on social media were posting pictures of their dog for Happy National Dog Day. And um, JP and I, the crew, were all huge dog lovers. Um, you know. I, I love celebrating, uh, you know, my current dog and um, also uh, dogs that I've had in the past. And I've got a quote that I'm going to read. Um, do we have a, a picture of Kira that we can show everybody? <laughs> yes, this is a, a proud um, mom. Uh, and let's just put her, her beautiful face up on the screen. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. Brett's like, oh, no. There we go. Look at this sweet little picture of Kira. Oh, she is just, we have more fun with this dog. Um, she is just, she is so cute and so sweet. And she is um, very sassy. And she um, is is a wee bit naughty. So, um, so she is, and you can go back to split screen now, but she is the, um, the boss of all of us. So, um, anyways, I just, uh, wanted to celebrate her, um, since we had National Dog Day yesterday and, and just celebrate all of the dogs out there who give us unconditional love. Um, pets are amazing. I, you know, I just, when I think of, of, of my dogs that I've had that have, that have, across the rainbow bridge and when I look at Kira and I don't know how I would have gotten through this pandemic without having that that, that sweet little Shiba Inu sweet little face um greeting me every day and with me during the shutdown um so love on your dog and I, I want to read this quote um before and then if you'll let me know when Lauriston's um uh, in the waiting room and ready to go um so I I saw this quote and I just thought this was a great quote yesterday and the author is unknown or else I would love to give somebody credit for this because I read this and um, it just, it really spoke to me. Dogs come into our lives to teach us about love. They depart to teach us about loss. A new dog never replaces an old dog. It merely expands the heart. And I just, I think that's such a great quote. And speaking of dogs and pets and healthy, happy lives, we have got our dear friend Loriston Crockett with us. How are you, Loriston? That was a great segue, my friend. So I'm talking about National Dog Day and, of course, shamelessly plugging a picture of my dog, Kira, on the screen. And then you come into the waiting room. So that's perfect timing because not only are you a health and wellness expert, and I've got to say this before we get started, and this is not a political segment. I know a lot of times you see Loriston and because he's so involved in politics and he's a patriot and he's got so many leadership positions that he holds, you're going to think, oh, he's talking politics. Not today. We are talking about um yeah, you you're known to a lot of people as a health and wellness expert for pets. Um, and just have amazing products that can, you know, prolong the, qual the, the life of your pet and the quality of your pet. But I am fascinated with what you are talking about today, which is peptides. So um, let's welcome uh, one of my favorite patriots, Loriston Crockett, to the show. So if the crew will welcome him, he's actually a member of the crew. And we're glad to have you, Loriston. How are you? And good morning. It's so wonderful to be with you today. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Well, let's talk about, let's just jump right into this because um, you've got a product 
and we want, I want to have you back on again to talk another day about the pet products as well, because, um, again, oh, you know, again, I think people are becoming, I think because of the pandemic, people have started, people, a lot of people have looked into, you know, holistic, you know, vitamins, you know, supplements, whatever the case may be for, for decades, for generations. Um, but I think now more than ever, people are really trying to focus on what can I put into my body to protect myself from everything that's out there. So, so Loriston, tell us what we can do. Well, right now, I mean, we need to really talk about we're, we're, we're being fed fear every day. Fear, fear, fear. Correct? Yes. And so put on the gloves, wash your hands, put on a mask, things like that. So let's really talk about what that is. So one of the dirtiest places in the human body is the mouth. Yes. And if you were the Every day, you're breathing in and out, in and out pathogens and bacteria. It's just, it's just science. So, so am I going to say don't wear a mask? I, I'm not going to say that. You know, some other people, if we can make them feel more comfortable in some instances, it, it may help. You know, so it's not really talking about. It, but we really must understand what's going on here. So, what we need to focus more on is what God gave us. It's called our immune system. We're not getting enough information about our immune system and how effective this is to actually take care and keep us healthy. And there's some really, really simple tips. And I also want to give everybody uh, a new technology that's a billion years old, okay, that God has given us also uh, that's called post-defense peptides, which is absolutely amazing. And I think it'll freak everybody out. So when we're talking about peptides, I really want to talk really quickly about people understand what a peptide is. So a peptide is, is a short-chain amino acid. It comes from the Greek word peptose, which means digested. And we don't really think about peptides that much, even though when God made the average human being, there are 37 trillion cells in the average human being. And each cell in our bodies are, have a peptide. Now, that seems to be pretty important if every cell in our body has a peptide, right? Oh, absolutely. So, so we, need to, we need to think about that. And so our body also produces something called a host of a peptide. But getting to peptides, just to let you know how you relate to it every day. You know, as a physical fitness expert and longevity expert, you know, I train and I work out every day. A lot of people ride their bikes, they go for walks, and we feel great because our body produces something called endorphins, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And you hear about that. Again, that's one of those things you hear about all the time. And we know, okay, so I need to exercise if I'm going to do that. You kind of know some things. But this all ties into peptides as well. I was just blown away by all of the knowledge you have on this. Well, it does. You know, I've devoted my life. Um, you know, I was actually going to be a Franciscan um, monk at one time. and, and I did uh, not I, know that. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah. that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother show. I had I had no idea. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, back in 2001, 2002, I almost signed my orders, but because of uh, Joe Cocker, my companion, I, who would have the name of Cocker Spaniel, but Joe Cocker, but um, I <laughs> of you know, skin cancer, and I decided to dedicate my life wow. to help was working with peptides. So I've been working with peptides for years and these peptides I'm talking about have been in my blood since 2003. But anyway, so getting back to a peptide, so an endorphin, you feel so great, the more powerful than morphine, but endorphins are made from the pituitary gland. And guess what? It's a peptide. Talk about, we all have friends out there that possibly could have diabetes, correct? And right. they take, what do they take? They take insulin, correct? Right. right. Insulin is a peptide. Oh, 
I see. I, I didn't know that I, I either. Didn't know that either. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So right now, as we're speaking on your beautiful, beautiful face and smile, you have post-defense peptides on your face right now. SDPs are absolutely amazing. So why don't I just go ahead and read something right out of the FDA, okay? Yes. Antimicrobial peptides, also known as host defense peptides, are a part of the innate immune response found among all classes of life. These peptides are potent, broad-spectrum antibiotics which demonstrate potential as novel therapeutic agents. Antimicrobial peptides, also known as host defense peptides, have been demonstrated to kill gram-negative and gram-positive bacteria, envelope viruses, fungi, and even transferred on cancerous cells. Unlike the majority of conventional antibiotics, it appears that antimicrobial peptides frequently destabilize the biological membranes. Uh, so this is how important post-defense peptides are. So what we're able to do is boost these HDPs in our body and again, this isn't a cell thing. This is just talking about, please do your homework on post-defense peptides. And with our children going back to school, you know, I'm the father of a 10-year-old. Right. And uh, I made it for both adults and children. I made it into a you know, chewable form. And the bottom line is, it's got natural cherry flavor because I don't like the dyes. And you just right. put your mouth, chew it up. And you know that you fortified your body with the daily allowance of zinc vitamin C, and 30 milligrams of post-defense peptides. It's absolutely amazing. So we know that HDPs, and please do your own homework, have the ability to disrupt the envelope around the virus and be able to kill it in a very, very short period of time. Right. This isn't wacky science. This is science that we've known forever and ever and ever. And since with Genosim, we actually specialize in peptide technologies, and we've had since 2003, this is what we're trying to get people to understand, that we do have a weapon, a new weapon that you can take. It's very, very easy. And by the way, peptides have zero side effects. So when, when I wrote the book Peptide for Life, it was more of an anti-aging longevity book, but to now right. it, it's become more of a survival guide. We don't want people to be afraid. And let's talk about, can, do we have a little bit more time to talk about oh, how we can also yes, our Yes, yes. Yeah, actually, we do. We definitely have time. And, and I want to mention to people, because you are the, and, and I, I don't know that you're allowed to talk about this, but I, I hope I can mention just one of your many hats that you wear. Um, you are the on the um, Plano ISD um, district, the um, the House Health Committee, the Health Committee for Plano ISD. So, again, you're, you are influencing you know, you're out there and you've you've helped our pets um, live longer, better lives in the pet world. You are helping. And these are for people of all ages. And I want to mention again, right. no side effects, no dyes. Um, and this is one of those things. It it can't hurt. I, I, that's the way I kind of look at something like this. It can't hurt. And if it helps and from all the research that, you know, you've done. And, and actually, I'm ordering your book on Amazon today. So at some point, Brett, if you can put his uh, picture of his book up on the screen um, but let's talk about um tying in your health and wellness and and your expertise in that area and helping bring that to the kids who are so lucky to to be part of Plano ISD with somebody who's got such expertise in the area of health and wellness well well I humbly was you know I was thrilled and I'm humbly accepted I I, I do serve on the health committee for the PISD 
Um, and that has nothing to do about what we're talking about today, but anything that I can do to give back to our community and especially help keep our children safe, yes. then, you know, and a hundred percent. So anyway, getting back to this also, something I want you to think about, here's some other little tips I'm going to give you. And we do this with our pets also, because dogs and cats are now also coming down with COVID and having different issues. So when we're coming home, um, then we're going to talk real quickly about how to build that immune system. When yes. we're coming home and you wear your shoes, either leave your shoes outside or make sure you disinfect them, okay? Because we're outside, we're bringing them, you can bring pathogens into your home just basically on your shoes. We don't ever really give it that much thought. You know what I mean? Right, right. When you get home, wash your hands. Yes. So before we give hugs and kisses to everybody else or before we actually pet our animals, which could actually put a pathogen or a virus on them also, and they could suffer from that, just wash your hands. Right. So check your shoes or, or do that and wash your hands. Now, here are the basic steps to build our immune system. Here's what I live by. Okay. And, you know, my son has had strep throat, he's had the flu, he's had cold, anything like that. And I've never gotten sick from him at all. And I take care of him. Wow. Is that number one for your immune system, stay hydrated. Very important stay hydrated. A lot of people drink water. I love orange juice. And I drink a lot of coconut water. Coconut water is absolutely amazing. And you get a lot of natural electrolytes. Love, love, love coconut water. And actually, is this true? Um, that it, I've heard that coconut water is more hydrating than actual water. Is there any it truth can, to that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And it can, lower your, it can lower your blood pressure. Wait, what? Okay, I've got high blood it, pressure, so I'm about, to, I'm about to load up on coconut water. <laughs> You know, I hydrate it when I go to the gym at night, you know, and in the morning, I always start off with my, my coconut water. Love it. I just absolutely love it. So let's make sure we hydrate. Okay. Let's eat a sensible diet. We don't have to go crazy, but let's make sure we're getting a balanced diet, okay? Uh, let's get some veggies in there. Let's get some lean proteins because, by, like I said, peptides actually come from lean meats. It comes from vegetables. It comes from fish. It comes from chicken. So peptides are created from all this. So let's get a balanced diet. Let's exercise. That doesn't mean going overboard, but just moderate exercise helps build the immune system also. Uh, I can't overemphasize sleep. Now, right now, everybody seems to be in a fear mode and very stressed out. So this is disrupting our sleep pattern. Let's turn off these devices. Let's start calming things down an hour ahead of time and getting our sleep in. All right? And then also, like I tell people, take your peptides every day. You've got access now. And I'm going to send you a case down there for you and, and, and everybody else. Can't um, wait. But and, and it tastes great. I made it so easy. It, it, it just tastes it tastes fantastic. But again, boost your body with peptides because peptides are the key to life, the key to longevity, and the key to the immune system. And if you want to have a lot of fun, if anybody out there has an Alexa, I do this for fun all the time. Go up and say, hey, Alexa. About host defense peptides, and it will go exactly into exactly what I talked about. Do research and then come back to you can go to genostem.com, and there's a lot of information on there also at genostim.com. But please start learning about HPPs, let's start building our immune system. And one other thing I want to talk about that we need to do to, to make sure we stay safe is that there's something we all carry around and it's become addictive, and it was designed to be addictive, right? And to keep us to it is our cell phones. Well, every day long, we're touching our cell phones over and over and over again. And we're actually, it's one of the dirtiest things that we carry around, but we don't really think about disinfecting our cell phone every morning or every night or even midday right now, 
because everything we touch, we're going to touch this phone and we're carrying around in our pocket. So we're actually carrying a petri plate of disease around on our phone. And we don't really give that a whole lot of thought, but I think we really should. I, th- I think that's a great point because we've got, um, and you and I talked about this, just kind of simple things, you know, um, I make sure that if I've had my eyeglasses on when I've been out and about that I that I wipe those down. Um, I, I do want to reiterate what you said about, you know, if you're coming home and, and especially um, because so many of us have um, uh, people living with us that are, you know, maybe an older family member who has a compromised immune system. And, you know, right. you know, we're human beings. Our normal thing is to come in and you hug and kiss whoever's at home, you know, your loved one, you know, your your spouse, your partner, your kids your pet and it's it's so funny because my my pet she's she squeaks like a dolphin and she offers you a toy if she loves you when you come in and she's in her little pen and she does this little tap dance so it's so hard but i'm always like wait mommy's got to wash her hands because i know within 30 minutes she's going to be up with me on the couch in my lap i'm going to be petting her more so i don't want her to get sick or exposed i don't want myself to get sick or exposed but then i'm thinking of friends of mine who are taking care of older parents right now Uh, boy howdy you your first thing is you want to go go back and, and say hello to them and give them a hug and a kiss. You know, unload the groceries, clean yourself off. Like you said, take those shoes off, um, w- wipe off that cell phone before you go and expose your lo- your loved one to. And, and this is beyond COVID. You know, this is, like you said, you know, strep, flu, cold, and these peptides help with all of that, if I'm understanding they, correctly. They really do. Yeah, they really do. So, again... Check your shoes, wash your hands. Check your shoes, wash yes. your hands. Check your shoes, wash your hands. I say it three times because after the third time, you really start to internalize. Check your shoes, wash your hands, and then let's get love to everybody and get everybody on stress. But, yes, these peptides are so amazing. So please do your research on post-defense peptides. As a matter of fact, Big Pharma is trying to say, take something natural that's already so effective and trying to turn it into a vaccine where we don't really need a vaccine with HDPs. Uh, again, right now, they're actually on your face, killing MRSA and other uh, things come across our face. Our body produces them. They're on our face right now as we're speaking. So let's make sure we internalize them. Let's make sure we boost these HDPs in our body. Absolutely. And a viral, what we call the viral shield. I, I love it. Well, this is such great advice, and this is just the beginning of many talks we're going to have with you because there's just so many different ways we can take these conversations. Um, if people want, and now we've got a picture of your book up here, Peptides Are Life, and like I said, I'm going to order right. this book today. Um, how can people get a hold of this book? How can they get a hold of you, Loriston? How can they follow you? Because I know you're also starting to put out there some um, tips and tricks for people for um, working out and routines of that nature. Do you mind me saying your age? Yeah while we're on air my age yes can i say it because folks aren't going to believe it people want to argue with me about it it's like i promise i don't lie i know so so loriston's 62 and it's so funny because years ago when you and i first met in politics i just assumed you were around my age and i'm 54 now and um then as i got to know you i'm like he's got to be a little bit older and i was like how I think I finally asked you one time at a political event, how the heck old are you after all, you know? Right. Um, and, you know, right. and so you, you're sitting here, you're not, you're not trying to tell people about this, you know, uh, you know, and, and having not used it yourself, this is, you know, this is something that you, you use yourself and it, it has kept you healthy and kind of, you know, well, I mean, a mini fountain of youth. I don't know. <laughs> well, it, it is, it's been proven that peptides and, and, lab mice and also human beings 
And of course, this is why they call me the pet health and longevity expert is that using peptides can increase the lifespan uh, between 10 to 30%. And you can find this information and, and actually where to reference it in the book. And again, it's not you know so much pushing the book, but you can get the book on Amazon. And I think it's on, on Kindle if you want to download it there. It's um, $9. And for the book itself, I believe it's $14 or $15. Perfect. But I have information. I made it so easy for you to understand that. Uh, also, you can get the book on genostem.com, G-E-N-O-S-T-I-M. It's not for stem cells. It means okay. genomes. And, and you can get it on there. And if you want to contact me, please go to the Genostem website. I promise you, if you have any questions, I will call you back personally. I, oh, I make perfect. that a Perfect. If you have a question, if there's any fear, or if you just want more information, I promise I'll call you personally. Uh, I love it. Well, and, and just appreciate you so much. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for being a member of the crew. We look forward to having you back on, and you have a blessed weekend, my friend. Thank you, too. I'm always here for you. I love you guys. Thank you. We love you, too. Bye-bye. Thanks, Lauriston. Um, Bye. Great information. And um, please, if you know anybody who's trying to increase their immune system during this pandemic, um, message them, go onto one of our um, uh, platforms in which our show is and share this with them, share the information with them. You know, we're always about promoting um, good health, uh, especially so people can stay sick in these um, in these trying times. And speaking of trying times, um, boy, um, Congressman Van Taylor is with us, and um, we are so blessed to have him as our congressman here in the um, 3rd Congressional District here in Texas. Um, great leader, um, you know, great patriot, good friend to the show, member of the crew. Uh, so welcome to Congressman Van Taylor, and we're going to be talking with him, and he's going to give us an update on Afghanistan. So good morning to you, Congressman. How are you? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Love it. Well, I love that you still got all three of those in. Um, you know, we always like to have fun when we've got Congressman Taylor on, but today, during this time, we've just, we're coming to you with heavy hearts. You know, I opened the show up asking for people to, the members of the crew, to please pray for our military and our citizens and our allies in Afghanistan. Congressman, you were just in studio last week and we were saying how horrific this was. I didn't know it could get worse, and then we had yesterday happen. So please help us. Please tell us what's going on, what can be done for these people. It's such a tragedy. Well, um, you know, it, Kathy, unfortunately, I think I think uh, the harder days are yet to come. Um, the, uh, the Biden administration, uh, despite uh, a hue and cry, uh, among members of the U.S. House of Representatives, including myself, Republicans and Democrats, uh, saying, hey, finish the mission, get everybody home, uh, pull everybody out, don't leave anybody behind. Um, they are mm. adamantly committed to leaving uh, by the 31st of August um, and knowing, knowing, you know, for a fact that we're not going to get everybody out. Mm. knowing that we are leaving people behind. Um, and despite this fact, I mean, there's just, there, 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 there is no expectation uh, of, of anybody um, that we're going to get everybody out uh, by next week. It's not possible. Um, but despite that knowledge, uh, you're seeing the administration, President Biden is committed to leaving. Uh, he's committed to leaving people behind. 
and the humanitarian cost of that. Um, and I mean, you're going to see, you know, dozens, if not hundreds of Americans left behind. You're going to see, um, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of, of SIV, uh, you know, interpreters and others that work with and, us. And uh, SI, you know, SIV, can you, can you explain to those sure. of us who, yeah, what so, does that uh, mean? <clears throat> SIVs are special immigrant visas. Okay. Uh, it's a program specifically to help um, allies and people that stood on the ground with us okay. uh, in Afghanistan. Um, you know, my, my friend Dan Crenshaw, congressman from Houston, uh, you know, he was uh, blinded uh, in his left what? eye when uh, his interpreter, uh, who was walking two steps ahead of him, stepped on IED, mm. killed his interpreter instantly, mm. and uh, Dan was, was very badly wounded and spent, you know, almost a year recovering from that. Right. Of course, never, never regained sight in his left eye. Right, right. Um, so, uh, you know, but look, those people stood with us. They fought with us. They died with us. Uh, and, um, you know, we have an obligation to them. And we, unfortunately, this president decided not to honor that obligation. Mm. Uh, and, um, and who knows how many other um, allied country um, individuals will be left behind. Uh, and again, this is a conscious choice. It's a shocking choice. Um, it is it, it is appalling to me and to you know again Republicans and Democrats uh, in the U.S. House. Um, you know, and I, I, I'm even talking to some of my Democrat colleagues who are saying I, I'm not going to defend the president. This is unacceptable. Well, the, yeah, yeah. In, in, in what you're saying about and I want 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 you to reiterate this that this is not and we had this conversation at our dinner table last night this mm. is this is not a democrat versus republican a liberal versus mm. you know conservative no. this is not an it, i i voted for trump and i didn't vote for this this has nothing to do with this sure. this this is a this is a travesty i mean this is a black mark this is such a dark time for our country and then let's talk about we've got you know the we've got the 20 years since 9/11 happened mm-hmm. and i'm sitting here sitting here thinking we're we're no safer we're we're setting ducks basically like we were on September 10th 20 years ago can you help us wrap well, our head around that cuz people are scared about that and 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 just just to finish the 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 withdrawal component okay. here um you know, my office, you know, the, the third district of Texas, uh, we are aware of and working on 200 special visa cases, and we're working on 200 more refugee cases of people trying to get out of Afghanistan because they believe that their lives mm. um, are in grave, grave, grave danger uh, with the Taliban. Um, you know, I mean, reports, the uh, horrendous reports, right, of people being you know, pulled out of their homes, uh, shot in the streets, um, people, you know, running for their lives, um, stories of the Taliban going to their phone and seeing, hey, you have an American contact in your WhatsApp, uh, you know, we're, you're on suspicion of being a traitor. Um, so it, it is very grave there. And, and unfortunately, I think you're going to see hostage scenes take place in Afghanistan uh, for the, for in, into the future, um, for a long time to come. And that's not what, you know, everybody thinks that's a bad, I mean, there, right. there's no one that's good. Um, except for president Biden, he, for some, for some reason, he 
has this wild idea that if I could leave on 30, August 31, yes. it will all be good again. And is there and I any, just, I just can't imagine that. Is there anybody who has any influence over him? You know, I mean, we're hearing, you know, members of parliament and you have, you have got leaders over in France and in these other countries, and they are sitting here saying you have, you know, uh, the leader of the free world making unilateral decisions. This is not how we are supposed nope. to work together. I mean, not only is, you know, I mean, obviously we're asking for prayers for the Americans over there, but let's talk, you know, you've got people from other countries who are depending oh, yeah. on our stability and on our leadership, and it's not there. Sure. Does anybody have any influence over the current American president? Well, and, and just to your, to your point on allies, uh, you know, there were more allied troops in Afghanistan at the beginning of this year than there were American troops. Wow. Um, you know, 20 years ago, under the NATO alliance, the United States invoked Article 5, an attack on one is an attack on all. And uh, our allies came to our aid. Uh, they worked with us. They've fought with us side by side. Our NATO allies have been in Afghanistan with us for the entire 20 years that we've been there. And mm-hmm. they are, you know, and there are, you know, reports of them being, and, and you can go see it on YouTube, of them being livid, of being absolutely beside themselves if the United States would, would unilaterally decide to withdraw not announce it and not bother to call, you know, the foreign minister or the prime minister or the minister of defense, uh, you know, for days. Mm. You know, I mean, I mean, complete. I mean, uh, you know, totally disregarding the sacrifice uh, and, uh, the, and the and the toil and the hard work that they have put in, uh, and just you know, cast it aside. Say, well, mm. that's great. You did that, and yeah, you were here for twenty years. But we've decided we want to leave, and you know, your opinion doesn't really matter. We're not going to listen to you. Um, and so, and obviously, this is uh, this is terrible for our standing in the world, right? I mean, the next time we are yes. attacked, and the next time we say, "Hey, we need Article Five. We want everybody to come with us," it's hard to believe that those players are going to say, "Yeah." America, you guys, you guys were really there with us. You, you worked with us. You consulted with us. We were at the table. I'm not gonna, they're not going to. They're quite the opposite. They're going to have grave reservations. Um, you know, I mean, this is. You know, I mean, what President Biden has done, and this is kind of going down a little bit of a rabbit hole here for a second. But ahead, he probably yeah. is weak. And he probably this is probably the, the the single worst thing that's ever happened to NATO. Mm. Uh, this this unilateral decision, uh, and then the terrible execution of the withdrawal and the lack of foresight. And again, it doesn't take, it doesn't take much work to move two chess pieces down the board and say, Hey, if I pull out and leave people behind, there's going to be an under, you know, an understanding of failure, um, a demonstrable understanding of failure. And that, that's where we are right now, unfortunately. Well, um, Congressman, are we, um, you know, let's go back two weeks ago. Yeah. Are we in a weaker, are we a weakened, country in a weaker state than we were 10, 15, 30 days ago. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I mean, kind of just, if you kind of go into the history of Al Qaeda, we, we basically um, caused them to leave Africa in the mid nineties. Right. Uh, they were operating in Africa. We worked with local governments. Uh, you know, we used special operations forces, mostly local forces 
to attack Al-Qaeda and to push them outside of Africa. Um, Al-Qaeda looked around and said, where can we operate? And they didn't really want to go to Afghanistan. Uh, It's hard to get a cell phone signal. It's hard to get a Coke. Uh, It's hard to find a newspaper. Uh, It's a backwater. Um, It's probably the world's back. I mean, you know, it, it is completely landlocked. Right. So the advantage right. of operating in Afghanistan is that, you know, the Marine Corps can't get to you. <laughs> Marine Corps can project in country a couple hundred miles. It's it's an eight hour flight from gutter to Afghanistan. Okay. Right. It's, okay. I mean, you know, there's 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 no there's no flight in America that's eight hours. You right. Can't do that. Right. Um, so it it is an extraordinary distance. It is logistically very difficult to get to. Um, you know, again, the Marines can't project they can project from from the sea, hundreds of miles inland, but that is that is super far. That is really difficult right. to do. Right. Um, and so, um, you know, they, they basically can. You know, terrorists can operate with impunity there. Uh, right. We, it, it's, and so, uh, Al Qaeda built training camps and they trained terrorists, and the terrorists that they trained there conducted the attacks on September 11th in the United States. So, uh, you know, Al-Qaeda is part of the integrated command structure of the Taliban, um, and you have ISIS there. So you have terrorist organizations that have been there, are there, are part of the problem, um, and they are, they will set up camps, they will train, and they will project. They will, they will, they will conduct attacks against the West, against the United States. Um, and, you know, we are, unfortunately, much more vulnerable to attack. Um, infiltrating across our southern border than we ever have been. Uh, President Biden, mm. you know, first day in office, uh, destroyed the Remain in Mexico policy, um, you know, stopped deporting people, um, and, you know, really kind of just let open the borders. Um, and we have had, you know, record numbers of people crossing. Um, you know, the president tried to tell us this is just a seasonal thing. And, you know, a 21-year high is not seasonal. That's no. a 21-year high. No. No. Um, and, and the other thing that's going on on the southern border is that you're watching people not from the and, and it, you know, President, Vice President Harris kept trying to say, well, it's, it's root problems in the Northern Triangle. Well, the, the percentage of people who are not from the Northern Trial, Triangle keeps going up dramatically. Right. right. Um, because the word is out. If you want to come to the United States, just come across the southern border. It's not a problem. You'll get in. Um, and that is going to leave us vulnerable. Um to, you know, to terrorist attacks. So um, we are unfortunately in a very vulnerable position, and it's going to be difficult to tap on our allies when we are attacked and to say, okay, let's go back into Afghanistan or let's, you know, conduct an attack. Let's go, let's go defend ourselves. Um, so we, we're in a very, we have really weakened um, our alliances. We have weakened our standing in the world. Our enemies do not fear us. Uh, the way they did um, just barely seven months ago. Yeah. Uh, President Biden has frittered this away, um, you know, in a very quick amount of time. Um, and uh, it's 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 not good, Kathy. It's just not good. It, it's, it's not. And I would like maybe next week when we have you on, if we can talk a little bit about, um, you know, what, what can – what, what what do we do? Where do we go from here? And right now, when you're in a state of chaos, I don't I don't know where you go. You're right. You've got um, we've got we're I think we're more setting targets for another terrorist attack 
attack than we have been in in you know two decades and and that's frightening so maybe next week we can discuss where do we go from from here um and also i think people are just concerned and we have a lot of people chiming in on our social media today talking about um just all of the mistakes and you know you've got people who are, are calling for his resignation i mean this is you know and again politics aside this is going to be something that is studied worldwide in history for generations to come and this is going to be i mean this isn't a, a blunder's too light of a term to use so maybe next week can we talk about wh- where do we go from here what do we do and and what do people do who are fearful about all of these people coming in not only from the pandemic and from the president opening the borders back up but but then after you know this august 31st date comes and goes what happens and my goodness do they take our own planes that were left behind and fly those here to america you know what i'm saying there's a lot of fear out there and and unfortunately rightfully so i think we should be fearful yeah well i mean look our 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 best asset in afghanistan was the bagram air force base right Uh, right you know from there uh we could conduct you know air attacks and yes. that really created a lot of fear about the Taliban. I mean, they, they knew that we controlled the air and we could bomb them, and they were afraid of that. That 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 you know, and we we walked away from that very quickly, and things unraveled, you know, almost immediately thereafter. I mean, it was it was a, a tremendous tactical blunder, um, but the strategic implications are very real. And I, look, I'll, you know, and you're asking, you know, where do we go from here? What do we do? How do we fix this? But you're really you're looking at a plane that you know just is crashed burning you know smoldering wreckage and you're saying how do i make this thing fly again it's like well you know it's not like changing the spark plugs is going to fix it yeah you're right you're right yeah you're right you know top it off with some fuel we'll we'll be we'll be taxing in no time you know i mean like no it's no burning piece of wreckage um and 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 to and you know to get it back in the air so to speak I don't know if you can. I mean, I think you got to mm-hmm. change planes. You got to have a different leadership team. Um, you know, and it, 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 it's going to be a long, long time uh, for the United States to recover from the damage that Biden has done right. uh, over the last several months. And it, 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 you know, and unfortunately, I think there's more there's more damage to come. Um, I think inflation is very real. Uh, mm. I think the, you know, the the chaos of trying to restart the economy is very real. Um, you know, inflation is inflicted by President Biden, right? He's the one that's demanding and asking for a huge amount of spending, which which will which will fuel inflation, hurt families. Um, you know, I mean, some 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 crises are thrust on you, right? right. I mean, right. 9-11 was thrust on President Bush. Right. Katrina was thrust on President Bush. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, Pearl Harbor was thrust on President Roosevelt. I mean, th- things are thrust on you that, that you don't. But but this this was completely controllable. This was right. an decision i mean uh, president biden did not inherit a tense you know uh, uh, pressure filled decision no, where he had no. to make a, a hard choice um and i actually i was just really quickly wanted to just dispel a myth i was i was really shocked yesterday that president biden tried to say that trump set things up that he had to leave no, um no. that's just no. demonstrably false i mean you, if you go back you look at the agreement that president trump entered into in February last year, it was a conditions-based agreement. It said the United States would withdraw if following conditions were met, and the Taliban did not meet those conditions. Uh, right. One of them was not attacking, not attacking provinces. 
Um, it, it was it was uh, you know, eliminating warlords, not not affiliating with Al Qaeda. Uh, it was you know, and, and cutting a deal with with uh, with the Ghani government in right. Kabul. And obviously, the Taliban violated all of those. I mean, right. it, it, and in fact, I would say that it's President Biden that violated uh, the agreement because the United States was saying we will stay if the Taliban does not do the following, and they didn't do the following. And then President Biden left anyway. And I th- in my mind, in a very duplicitous manner, he's trying to tell you, well, well, Trump told me I had to leave. And it's like, actually, no. it's the opposite. If you read the document, I mean, you know, you got to read it. Um, and I don't know if he has never read it, um, you know, but, but it, clearly the, the interpret. I, I mean, it's just, there's no way. And, and, and look, I've talked to administrator, you know, officials uh, in, the, in the Trump administration. So look, they, the, the, the Taliban was violating the agreement. Um, right. We couldn't leave. We, we shouldn't leave. It wasn't the right thing to do. Um, and, uh, but Biden somehow thinks that the American people are stupid, won't read the documents, um, can't understand uh, what, what a conditions-based agreement means. Right. Um, and he's trying to you know, take this tremendous fiasco uh, and put it on somebody else. Um, and it's just not right. And, you know, that's not what leaders do. But then again, the leadership we've seen from this administration um, is is horrendous, uh, and it, it really and it really has hurt America. We are really we are has. lesser for this. It really has, and 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 we appreciate you so much being on. If people want to reach out to your office, um, how can they get in touch with you? Because I know there are so many people with questions right now, and, sure. and like I said, who are fearful, who who you know who need need, need to hear from their congressman. Um, sure. You've got a hundred percent meeting policy. How do people get in touch with you, Congressman? Um, I'll have uh, my staff should be on putting links in uh, in your feed, but you can go to go to go to the internet and just Google Van Taylor Congressman. D-A-N-T-A-Y-L-O-R, Congressman, and you can pull up my office information. Uh, I meet with all my constituents. Um, it's important to me to take the time to hear from them. Uh, feel free to write or call in. Um, you know, this is, uh, this is a trying time. It is. Um, it really is. America is the greatest nation on earth, uh, not because of our president today, uh, but in spite of it. Uh, and um, I think we'll continue to be the greatest nation on earth, uh, but this is uh, – Unfortunately, uh, President Biden has written a very, a very terrible chapter in our nation's right. history today. Well, Congressman, we look forward to having you again next week uh, to update us on what will be happening then. And by the time we talk to you, we'll be we'll be past that August thirty first date. Um, uh, we're we're keeping you in our prayers, and and we just we so much appreciate your friendship and you being part of the crew and and being so good to we the people and um, and you know I know you're joining us um in praying for everybody who's in danger right now over in Afghanistan. So um God bless you and thank you for your good work and we'll see you next week. All right, thank you, Kathy. Thank you. you, thanks, man. Um, you know, just trying times in our country and the government. You've got to watch government at. The federal, the local, uh, you know, the state level, all, you know, we've got a special session or second special session going on right now. Lots of important decisions being made um, here at the local level. Um, we just had a big decision made the other day as far as mask mandates. And so do we have Cody on now? Excellent. Cody Weaver, who is a Plano ISD Board of Trustee member. Of course, he's here as a member of the crew today. So wanted to uh, wanted to make sure I got that disclaimer out there. Um, very excited to have Cody Weaver back on. And, and Cody, I thought we were going to have you on um, today 
to do a follow-up on your critical race theory, um, you know, the investigative information you've been able to provide to us and the research and um, the influence you've been able to have not only in Plano ISD, but at the state level as well, because I know you've got... Um, uh, state representatives and senators from all over who have looked to you because you've done such vast research on this subject. So we're going to put that on hold until another time because Monday there was um, an emergency meeting. Um, I know lots of folks, it looked like standing room only, and that was to talk about the mask mandate. So explain to us kind of how that meeting came to fruition. First of all, good morning welcome glad to see you it's always good to see you cody we appreciate you so much um talk to us about monday what happened and if you're a plano isd parent or teacher or administrator what does that mean to you sure so uh first let me say that i'm here as cody weaver uh, i don't represent the board uh the board opinion uh or stance can only be represented by the board president so i'm here kind of as an individual and not representing the board or district as a whole just here to give a recap um the the main thing that everybody would want to know or understand is what was the board decision and what was the actual language that was used and so i'm going to read the actual motion that was voted on that way everybody understands it and i may emphasize some words and that's intentional so it says i move that the board of trustees approves a temporary mask requirement for students staff and visitors indoor in district facilities and on district provided transportation transportation subject to medical exemptions, religious or philosophical exemptions, okay. or administrative exemptions, as analogous to board policy FNCA beginning August 26th, that was yesterday, uh, 2021, until September 24th, 2021, or until there is further guidance on GA 38 as, as a result of ongoing state and federal litigation or legislative action. And so okay. that, that's what we voted on. Uh, okay. That was voted on and approved six to one. Okay. And and I want to thank you. Um, of course, you know, I'm, you know, first of all, I'm a former Plano ISD teacher. I taught, um, taught back in the 90s. I was a special education lead teacher and one of the drill team uh, directors out there and absolutely loved my time at Plano ISD. Still have friends who are teaching, um, have I'm very old. Yes. So I have um, many, many of my former students who are actually teaching and they're in like their 20th year of teaching. I'm like, how did this happen? Um, but then I also, my daughter graduated from Plano ISD and then my son is a senior in Plano ISD. So this is near and dear to my heart. Um, I want to thank you for, you know, it, it looked to, it looked to a lot of us who were very upset about um, this, this mask mandate that was kind of being shoved down everybody's throats without parents having the choice or the the power to make decisions for their own kids so i want to thank you um i'm on all of these um different social media message groups um you know private groups uh, closed groups um it, it, people are rightfully so hailing you as somebody who has been a champion and an advocate for parental rights so thank you in a world of craziness and chaos thank you for that cody i appreciate that and I would say that the, the credit cannot be all mine. I, I've worked very closely with trustee Dr. Heather Wong, and, and I will say, you know, the vote was six to one. We had other trustees that we, we came together, and in a lot of ways, 
we came up with a solution that you know we wish we would see on the federal level where people can come and make a compromise that does not violate Americans' rights. And I think that's really important. I think a lot of people that showed up on Monday were very passionate about it. Yes. And I think they have a certain weariness about uh, trusting. Uh, the institutional trust, I think, is at an all-time low. And they see something like this and they think it's going to lead to something bigger. And they worry. And I think those worries are um, well-founded in what they're seeing around the world today. I mean, I, I watch what's going on in Australia. And oh, they're locked yes. down. And, uh, you know, the, the freedoms that are mm. being taken away, really the tyranny of that government on its people. And I, I understand some of the fears that uh, members of our community have. And they are well-founded, even if the Dallas Morning News doesn't think so. Um, so, you know, I, I appreciate everybody that came out and was respectful and spoke. We had 90 speakers, um, and it was just a really, really great opportunity for Americans and people in our community to voice their opinion and be a part of the process. And, and to me, that's special. That, that's something I love to be a part of and to hear from my community. And I go out into the community and talk to people all the time. But when they take the time to show up to a board meeting, uh, they know they have our attention. And, and like I said, I, I cannot take all the credit. There were other trustees in the room, and we worked together to come to this uh, motion and agreement. And I think it really serves our community well under the circumstances. Ab absolutely. And, and, and very well said. And, and you're always so humble. That's another thing we like about you. Um, and, and we do appreciate um, the work that the other trustees did. And, and we and and we the people appreciate them listening because you know you just really we we kind of thought there was going to be one outcome and then there there were some victories from there were some significant victories from this outcome and and like I've mentioned um I was a former special education teacher used to be a a, a special Olympics coach um the special education community is very near and dear to my heart. And um, I, I want to read something to you. And I, I don't know if you've seen this on any of the social media sites. Um, but again, this is a thank you to you and to those who did realize that we do have some extenuating circumstances. And we do have some cases where, again, the parent knows best for their kids. And this happens to be, um, um, full disclosure, a dear friend of mine, um, a girlfriend of mine from college. And she has a special needs daughter, a beautiful girl. And I'm going to read. Um, a message that she received, the mom, my friend received from her daughter's special ed teacher. And it goes as this, I received my exemption last night, so I will not be wearing a mask around your daughter. And she puts her name in there. Yesterday was a perfect example of what you were talking about with her. I was working with, with her one-on-one -on -one and in special ed, you often do. And I could tell she was not frustrated and did not, or she was frustrated and did not understand the material. She seemed almost timid, like she was worried about getting frustrated or disappointed, or, or she was worried I was getting frustrated or disappointed in her. She felt that way until she looked up and saw me smiling and that just chokes me up because that's huge for a special needs child when she saw that she that she smiled really big right back at me it is important that she is able to read our facial expressions in those moments otherwise she probably would not have thought she probably would have thought I was mad at her and never been comfortable around me again Put that in the things worth taking the risk of getting sick over column. Thank you for looking out for her. And um, 
that kind of says it all. So, again, when you fight for parental rights and for parents to do what's best for their kids, those are the victories you get from this teacher who deserves applause. God bless this teacher. Um, this is a teacher at a resource, a social studies resource teacher um, who also teaches government and economics and U.S. history at Plano Senior High School. Um, because I didn't ask permission to say anybody's names, I'm going to read this. Um, I, that's why I kind of kept names out of it. But um, I just bravo to the, to the mom, to the, to the parent, who stood up for their child, um, bravo to the teacher. And at the end of the day, Cody, that's a win for a special needs kids, a, a special needs child who lost out on an entire year of education last year. That's that's everything. Yeah, and, and those, you know, we have every child in mind, but we understand some children have unique difficulties. And when we add a layer of complexity to that, um, you know, a layer that should be the, the choice of the parent, um, you know, that there, there's no reason to have self-inflicted wounds. Uh, so very, very happy to hear that feedback. I know that's one story of many. Um, yes. I've received many emails from parents and the, the mental health aspect of this cannot be understated. And that's Amen. not to say that the mask aspect of this is the biggest uh, thing, you know, a lot of people will say, well, you know, you're making it about masks, but it's really about the isolation and all these other things. And I said, well, yeah, of course, it's, it's a compounding effect. And then when you add the masks on top of that, especially when kids have had the option for the first week or so, and then we mask them back up, you know, when I talk to teachers or administrators and they say, and, and really the parents, they say, my kids, the kid I, I used to have, he's back, he's in the hallways, he's laughing with his friends. He's having a good time. He's himself again or herself again. And that can't be understated. You know, that that's to me, that's the biggest win. That's knowing our kids are kids again, that they're not losing their youth. They're not losing their innocence or these experiences that we frankly took for granted before. But we, we know how important they are now to building those soft skills and yes. to building those academic skills. And so I, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of the process that is allowing uh, parents to make that right for their child, which I, I shouldn't be allowing anything. That's not my job to allow anything. These are their inherent rights, uh, inalienable rights, and um, I, I'm proud to be part of honoring those. Well, we appreciate you so much, and we will definitely have you back on as the year progresses, but then also we do want to do a follow-up for critical race theory um, because I know you've, you've even become more well-versed and have more information for us. I just We appreciate you so much, um, and I know I was able to go to one of your um, coffees with Cody um, not too long ago and was loved the conversation. You had people who were from all walks of life, um, you, know, all, you know, all over the country, different religious backgrounds, different colors, different, um, different socioeconomics, and, and it was such a great conversation. I know you're having more of those. How do people follow yeah. you? How do they get in touch with you if they have a question for you? What's the best way to reach out to you, Cody? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Facebook is one of the best ways to reach out to me socially. Um, if you have a district question, a school-related question, I always say start at the campus level, but if you have something that you think is policy-related, something that should come to the board, you can always find my email, uh, cody.weaver at tisd.edu, to send me uh, official correspondence. If you're just looking to see when uh, an event or a speaking engagement is happening, you can go to Facebook, and it's at Cody Weaver, P-I-S-E-7, I believe. Um, yeah, P-I-S-E-7. 
And so just reach out, send me a message, um, engage in some of my posts and always looking to hear uh, different opinions, uh, different stories. And uh, I'm, I'm as accessible as I can be to the public. I answer to you and enjoy uh, working with uh, all of the parents to find solutions and understand what's going on in our community. Fantastic. Well, we appreciate you so much, Cody, and we look forward to having you on again. Keep up the great work and you rock. Thanks for being part of the crew and have a blessed weekend. Thank you. You as well. Take care. Thanks so much. That was Cody Weaver um, representing himself, but he is a member of the Plano ISD Board of Trustees. So um, this show, we've had so many, so much. I kind of feel like this is, oh, as my microphone's like, well, we're done. Um, We've had so many um, uh, important topics that we've covered today, and I I really appreciate everybody sticking with us um, because these were some serious topics. Usually on Fridays, um, JP and I cut up and we're a little silly and all that kind of stuff, but... um, there's just so much seriousness um, and so many things that we can't be asleep at the wheel right now. Um, you know, if you believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, if you believe in um, the Constitution, if you believe in the Bill of Rights, um, if you, you know, if you believe in your ability to make decisions for yourself, for your family, you've got to be paying attention to what's going on right now. I don't care what side of the aisle you are, you're on. I don't care if you identify as one party or another or you don't identify as a party at all. Now is the time to be very, very, very vigilant and um, aware of what is going on in our country, um, in the world around us, in your state, and in your local community. So um, just pay attention. And um, if you ever have any questions or anything, or if there's somebody you'd like to ask about um, uh, being on the show, feel free to to shout at JP or I. We hope y'all have a blessed, happy, healthy, and safe weekend. I'm very excited to to be with y'all today and to to bring um, such great patriots to you talking about such important things. So please feel free to go back out and share the show. Um, I think we'll be up on Spotify here a few um we're on youtube twitch twitter i don't oh gosh charles and jp are, are gonna, they're going to kill me they're gonna be like, kathy don't talk technology or social media platforms <laughs> anyways um hope you have a blessed weekend everybody stay safe stay healthy pray for those in need because right now there are people who are going through unimaginable things um Uh, Americans that we desperately need to do right by, allies that we desperately need to do right by, um, and then just take care of each other and um, have a blessed one. We'll see you soon. Stay tuned for This Pink Cloud here, and then um, tomorrow morning, a very special edition of Kilroy's Conversation. Sunday, Ask Dr. Be Good, and she'll be talking more about um, things going on in school with your kiddos right now. So we will see you on Monday. Take care.